Oh yeah, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Reveal Rob Show. I am, of course, your host, Reveal Rob, coming at you with all the latest news and talking about some things that are releasing this week. It will be a news-only episode this go-around, um, as I did not get able to uh, watch a new movie over the uh, over the weekend. As you know, it was Halloween time, and you know I was watching, catching up, doing some Halloween stuff, so... I uh, rewatched Hubie Halloween. I'll give you a quick review of that. Still a fun time. Great time. It's on my immediate list, or immediate? <laughs> immediately went on my Halloween list of every year to watch that movie over and over again. Laughed my behind off once again and watching that freaking movie. Stupid fun. Stupid good fun. And I uh, watched freaking Hocus Pocus, which is also on my always watch during Halloween list. Again, classic movie, fantastic movie. Might be talking a little Hocus Pocus a little bit later in this episode. Um, other than that, man, hope everybody out there is doing fantastic. I uh, hope you all had a safe and happy Halloween as that went on. The greatest holiday of all holidays finally happened. So now we are on the road to Christmas. <laughs> um, as somebody said, there's something about a Thanksgiving holiday in between. But hey, it's officially Christmas time. I was in Target, Target, uh, a couple of days ago and freaking Christmas stuff everywhere already. It's, it's a, you know, it's a thing. It, it It's a thing. So um, we'll go from there and, you know. David, yeah <laughs> so there you go um also as i am recording this episode i have my tv on huge shout out to uh the atlanta braves as they won the uh what is it world series uh 2021 world series they're kind of considered the home team here for me in south carolina we don't have a national baseball team or what is it national or yeah national baseball league so mlb what i don't know i i'm not a baseball person but hey Congrats to the uh, the Bravies there. It's pretty cool to see it. I got it on in the background. It's pretty cool to see. They're all happy. Congratulations to them. Celebration time. So we'll be talking about that more with Tombstone Josh on our podcast together. But, hey, let's go ahead and talk about some movie news, shall we? Uh, let's go ahead and get into that. Uh, kicking it off with something I haven't talked about in a little bit now because uh, no news has really come out about it. But now we've got some news um, as Universal's Wolfman movie starring the one and only Ryan Gosling has, uh, gained some new momentum with, uh, the fact that they have now officially added a director to the film, and it is a director that Ryan Gosling himself has worked with before, uh, Derek Kane France, <laughs> um, who teamed with, uh, Ryan Gosling on, uh, The Place Behind the Pines and Blue Valentine, is in talks to direct the studio's classic monster character, Wolfman, um, he is, of course, stepping in for Lee Wanell, who is long only rumored to be doing the film, but uh, he had to part ways because he's uh, got some scheduling conflict going on there. Um, unknown what the new take of The Wolfman will be, though it is believed to be a modern take and not a period piece like the one that starred Benicio Del Toro. Um, I haven't seen that movie, actually. Um, Gosling pitched the idea and take and fell in line with the studio's new vision for its monster movies. So, cool, man. It's good to hear some new stuff going on with Wolfman. I believe that's the next Universal film that's going to come out involving the Universal Monsters, so bring it on. Uh, speaking of, actually, the Universal Monsters, um, Halloween Horror Nights 30 just ended uh, over the weekend as the recording of this episode. So, huge claps and shout-out to an amazing, absolutely awesome, fun-time event. And... Um, I mean, huge year, man. It was great. Absolutely had a great time. Loved that to death. And I will be guesting on my buddies, uh, The Haunters show, uh, as we're going to do 
our official ranking or whatever. We're all going to take our rankings and just figure out what it eventually, you know, math stuff. <laughs> but you'll hear my official rankings for Halloween Horror Nights on Haunters Podcast. Be sure to check them out wherever you listen to podcasts. They, uh, they're back on Apple. So go give them a listen and uh, give them a listen. <laughs> um, uh, and you're also going on with the Ryan Gosling news here. He is apparently going to be playing Ken in a freaking Barbie movie, man. <laughs> you know, I can't believe they're making a Barbie movie, but hey. I, you know, I'm in because it stars Margot Robbie. <laughs> and if I'm going to think about anybody playing Barbie, it would be Margot and, or uh, Roby. Uh, Margot Roby as Barbie. Uh, say that 15 times fast. Um, I'm into it. I like Margot. She's definitely on my list of favorite actresses. So I'm sure she's going to nail that role like she does with every freaking role. And Ryan Gosling playing Ken. Hey, why not? Fun times. Fun times. Let's see here. Brendan Fraser, man. He is on the comeback tour of comeback tours right now, is he not? Freaking, for the longest time, I didn't hear anything about Brendan Fraser. And then all of a sudden, is it Fraser or Fraser? I don't care. I'm calling him Fraser. Um, he's, he's like, all the way back now, it seems. Uh, he's uh, been cast in the Batgirl movie, DC's upcoming Batgirl movie. He will play, or he's rumored to be playing, this has not been confirmed in any way, shape, or form, but he's rumored to be playing the villain Firefly, a psychopath with a passion for pyrotechnics. Who will be? He will, of course, be starring opposite Leslie Grace, who is playing the Batgirl in this uh, HBO Max movie. That's right, it's an HBO Max movie. Uh, plot details for Batgirl have been kept under wraps, though it centers on Barbara Gordon, the daughter of Gotham Police Commissioner Jim Gordon. J.K. Simmons is returning to portray Jim Gordon. Portray, not portray, portray uh, Jim Gordon after first playing the character, of course, in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um... So yeah, I guess this is no way connected to the Batman, which has um God, why am I blanking on his name? Um do 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 we do this every episode where I go to the quick Google machine and I check. I have his name on the top of my head, but I don't want to say it because you know, respects Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright's playing James Gordon in the Batman movie starring the Robert Pattinson. So um definitely this is gonna be more in line with the DC universe. Uh, if they're still doing that, you know, they're like doing everything with their movies right now. So who knows? <laughs> um, but that's cool, man. I like J.K. Simmons. Bring it on. Uh, Batgirl is set to premiere on HBO Max sometime in 2022. Uh, Bryn Fraser, like I said, he's had the comeback tour of all comeback tours. He was in uh, Steven Sotenberg's uh, No Sudden Move. He was in Trust on FX. Uh, he was in, um, he's going to be. And Darren Arvnoski's um, next film, The Whale, which is an adaptation of Samuel D. Hunter's play about a 600-pound middle-aged recluse. Uh, and he's also been cast in Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon, which is starring uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. And this is not Brendan Fraser's first foray into the DC world as he voices a um, character on that freaking show. <laughs> um, uh, Doom Patrol, that's the name of the show. Where he plays Robot Man. Uh, the voice of Robot Man and Cliff Steele. So that's cool. And I love I was just looking at his filmography and I love that. You know, they got movies, they got television, then they got theme park ride. Because, <laughs> um, of course, he played uh, Rick O'Connell, or reprised the role of Rick O'Connell. Rick O'Connell in Revenge of the Mummy. That is at the Universal Studios Florida ride. Um, so there you go, man. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Glad Brendan Fraser's back, man. He's one of those actors that's from my childhood. And I remember seeing countless movies with him in it. Freaking Airhead. Still love that movie to death, man. So, good to see him back in a big, bad way. And more power to him, man. I'm glad he's in the DC Universe. I'm glad he's going to be in the Batgirl movie. 
and bring it on, dude. Super excited about it. Uh, let's see, what do we have open next? Uh, Exorcists. Remember we talked about this on a, a couple previous episodes that The Exorcist is being not just rebooted, but it's getting three movies already. Um, so, we didn't know what was going on. We knew that David Gordon Green would be taking on the first film. Well, it has now been confirmed that David Gordon Green will be doing the entire Exorcist trilogy reboot. Uh, he will be directing all three of those movies. Um, and fun bit here is that Jamie Lee Curtis, who is, of course, working with David Gordon Green in the trilogy for the latest Halloween movies, which I guess is like a quadruple um, because, you know, it's a direct sequel to the 1978 movie. So, yeah, um, <laughs> she wants to voice the devil. Freaking awesome. And uh, the Exorcist sequel saying, quote, I'm brave, but I am afraid of scary things. When I was 15, my parents screened The Exorcist, and my friends teased me the next day because I was so freaked out. Um, I loathe being scared by scary movies. And she went on to say, maybe I should be the voice of the devil like Mercedes um, McCambridge. Uh, if you don't know, Mercedes McCambridge famously did the voice for uh, the original Exorcist film, which he did so fantastic and did a great job. Shout out to Mercedes. Um... Uh, Jamie Lee Curry said, if David gives me a part in the new Exorcist trilogy as a voice of the devil, then it is a full circle return for me in a meta way uh, that would blow people's minds. Uh, now, that idea was at, uh, brought to David Gordon Green while he was doing an um, interview for a magazine, and he said the following, quote, I'll have to get her to audition for that one. You know, she did the crying baby for the last Halloween movie, so she's a talented voice actor as well. Um... So that's fun. I, I mean, I'm all for it. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. She's probably my all-time favorite actress. And be great. I mean, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I, I got a newfound love for The Exorcist recently when I rewatched it um, earlier this year. Because when I was younger and I watched The Exorcist, and I saw all this stuff like, oh, it's the scariest movie of all time. I'm like, eh, whatever. You know, I was, a, I was a punk teenage kid. I'm like, eh, whatever. Um, but now that I'm older and have more of appreciation for the art that is film, um... I rewatched The Exorcist and definitely had more of a, a huge appreciation for that film. So, I'm interested in seeing how this trilogy goes. Let's see how it goes. Um, David Gordon Green did a great job with the Halloween movie. Halloween Kills, still, you know, back and forth in my head on that movie. And then I can't wait to see how Halloween ends goes. So, I don't hate Halloween Kills, by the way. I mean, we already talked about that in the last episode. You already heard all that. Um, as far as this Exorcist movie goes... Uh, films will exclusively be for the company's Peacock streaming service. I think the first movie is still supposed to be kind of released worldwide, but it's uh, definitely going to be a Peacock um, service thing. <laughs> and uh, we do know that Alan Bernstein, or Bernstein, whatever, <laughs> um, will be reprising her role from the original film, and uh, she will be joining by uh, joined by Hamilton star Leslie Odom Jr. Uh, the first title in the new series is set for October 13th, 2023. So there you go, man. Bring it on. Bring on The Exorcist. Let's see how this goes. Ah, I teased this earlier. Yes, we got some Hocus Pocus 2 news, baby. Over the Halloween weekend, just felt like so freaking perfect for that to happen. And, you know, I, th I think it came out the same day I watched Hocus Pocus. So you're welcome, Hocus Pocus people. I put that out in the world. At the same time, you know, it's kind of funny. I After I watched The Exorcist the first time, that's when all this news about the new Exorcist came out. So I need to keep watching stuff. Somebody send me suggestions of stuff I need to watch and talk about. And then let's see how the universe decides to put it out there. But we're here to talk po uh, Pocus. <laughs> Pocus. Hocus Pocus 2 production is officially underway. 
uh, the Disney Plus original film will be on, of course, Disney Plus in the fall of 2022. Not an official re uh, release date yet. I'm sure we'll get someone uh, one sooner rather than later. Uh, probably not. We'll do sometime next year, obviously, before the movie releases. Uh, we do know that Bette Midler, Bette Midler, Sarah, good lord, um, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy will be returning as Winifred, Sarah, and Mary Sanderson, who will, of course, be which audience is back in the original Hocus Pocus film that was released in 1993. Kind of surprised they're not keeping this movie until um, a 2023 release. To just to, you know, have that anniversary. <laughs> line up with it. Seems like that would be kind of the smart thing to do there. Um, but yeah, they're all back. Uh, Doug Jones is also returning as Billy Butcherson. Uh, other cast members, we got Whitney Peck as Becca. Uh, Lilia Buckingham as Cassie. And Melissa Escobedito as Izzy. Three young women in present-day Salem who incite the wrath of the three witches. I tell you, you don't want to get on the wrath of those witches, alright? You don't want to do it. Not gonna do it, okay? Um, I can't, I, obviously I'm excited about this. I love the first uh, Hocus Pocus movie. Give us a sequel. Fantastic, bring it on. This is something that people have been clamoring for a lot over the last couple of years. Now that we have this officially coming back, all for it, all for it. Okay, um, Ana de Armas is in talks for the lead role for the upcoming John Wick spinoff film, Ballerina. Um, Ballerina has been in the works for several years following a young female assassin as she seeks revenge against those who killed her family. Uh, the action thriller will be helmed by Underworld director Lynn Wiseman with a screenplay by Shay, Shay, yeah, Shay Hatton. Who <laughs> has also penned John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum, and is attached to write Chapter 4 and Chapter 5 of John Wick. Uh, John Wick Chapter 4 is set to release on May 27th, 2022, one month before my birthday. It's cool, man. I like Anna Darmus. Uh, I should definitely become a fan of more, more of a fan of hers. Uh, I was introduced to her like a lot of people were with Knives Out. Where she did a fantastic job in that, and then of course she's you know gone on to do other stuff. She was most recently in. The James Bond movie. Um, I don't remember the name of that movie. I haven't seen it yet. But um, I, I, I'm assuming she kicks ass in that movie. It sounds like she's about to kick some more ass in the John Wick style, which is more kick-assery. So, bring it on. Um, speaking of badass women doing badassery things, Sofia Butella, who's one of my favorite actresses as well, um, she is set to star in the new sci-fi adventure from Zack Snyder at Netflix called Rebel Moon. Uh, this is part of Zack Snyder's deal that he has with Netflix that started with um, Army of the Dead, I believe. Uh, so he's got a, he, he's pinned a deal with them to do a lot of uh, creating stuff over there. Uh, the film is set in a peaceful colony on the edge of the galaxy that finds itself threatened by the armies of the tyrannical Regent Ballad. Saurus. <laughs> uh, they dispatch a young woman with a mysterious past to seek out warriors from neighboring planets to help them take a stand. Take a stand against the tyrant. Uh, her breakout. So, um, Sophia Batella. She broke out in uh, the Kingsman, the first Kingsman movie. Uh, she was, of course, in one of my all-time favorite movies. Fuck all the haters. I don't care. 
Universal's The Mummy, starring Tom Cruise. She was a fantastic mummy. My favorite part of that movie, actually. People are like, ah, you only like that movie because Tom Cruise. Nah, fuck you. I like that movie because of Sophia Patel's amazing performance as The Mummy. Uh, she's also in Atomic Blonde with Charlize Theron. Uh, she's in Fahrenheit 451 for HBO. She was in an A24 movie called Climax that I have not seen yet because we know me and A24 movies. But probably would like that one. I did like the A24 movie with my boy uh, Andrew Garfield in it. So I might like this movie just because Sophia's in it. Who knows? Um, but good on her, man. I'm glad that she's still out there kicking that ass. And uh, fun fact, she's in a Michael Jackson video. She is a fantastic dancer in real life uh, before she became an actress, I believe. So... Good honor. Super stoked and excited about this. I like Zack Snyder. I'm glad this movie sounds like some freaking Star Wars kind. Of, I think I remember him saying this would be like his Star Wars movie if we ever had a chance to write a Star Wars movie. So, yes. <laughs> so all I gotta say is yes. This is gonna be a great time. Um, uh, Christopher Nolan. I mentioned before that he is working on a new movie over there with Universal Pictures now, as he had a uh, issue with Warner Brothers. And how they decided to release their movies this year and through a kind of hissy. And now he's um, releasing movies for other production companies. We'll see how long this goes for. He goes back to Warner Brothers. But Universal, not a bad place to be, baby. So Christopher Nolan's next movie, The Oppenheimer. Um, we talked about that before. Uh, this is continuing to grow as sources is saying that Matt Damon and Robert Downey Jr. are in talks to join uh, Killian Murphy. And the Universal Pictures film. Cillian Murphy, Killian Murphy, Cillian Murphy, whatever. Doesn't like Christopher Nolan movies, man. I like it. Nobody complains about him being in Christopher Nolan's movies like they complain about uh, Rob Zombie's wife, Sherry Moon Zombie, being in all of his movies. But hey, whatever. Um, <laughs> I just love needling people. I love it, you know, because people complain for no reason whatsoever. Uh, anyways, back on to this movie. Uh, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr. Good on him. Be nice to see Robert Downey Jr. or something new. Other than Marvel Studios stuff. Um, Dolan is, of course, writing and directing the film. And the movie revolves around J. Robert Oppenheimer, the scientist who ran the Manhattan Project that led to the invention of the freaking atomic bomb. Not the wrestling move. Uh, the film will be released July 21st, 2020, July 21st, 2023. Uh, slot typically saved for Nolan films in the past. It's also roughly two weeks before the anniversary of the dropping of the bomb on Hiroshima. Uh, details behind who Damon and Downey Jr. will be playing in the project are being kept under wraps. Um, sounds interesting. I am, you know, I'm here for it. I mean, you got, you got Robert Downey Jr., you got Matt Damon, you got freaking Emily Blunt in this thing, you got Cillian Murphy in this thing. Cast is good. Cast is gonna be electric. So let's see how this turns out. Um, other things that we gotta see how it turns out is the Tower of Terror film that is being made over there at the Disney. We talked about this with the Scarlett Johansson, uh, deal. She was attached to take on the movie. Then she wasn't attached when she was suing Disney. Now she's back attached to the movie. Um, had to open my drink. Um, Diet Mountain Dew for those who are keeping tabs. Uh, now we know that, uh, Takawatiti is apparently going to be the director for Disney's Tower of Terror film. Um... Cool. Uh, that's his continuing his work with Disney. Of course, he did the Thor movie and um, the next Thor movie as well. So, good on him. Good on him. You know, hey, 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 hey. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> um, Pirates of the Caribbean worked out extremely well. 
uh, from the uh, the rides being turned into movie things. Pirates of the Caribbean did fantastic. Haunted Mansion, eh, not so much. We'll see how that goes as well, because they're redoing that movie. Sounds like they're trying to make it a comedy again. Um, as for this movie, Tower of Terror, uh, this has Twilight Zone, Twilight Zone's Tower of uh, Twilight Zone's Tower of Terror in uh, Walt Disney World. Uh, Tower of Terror has been changed in Disneyland. That's the California Disney, the original Disney. Um, that has been changed to Guardians of the Galaxy. Was it Mission Breakout or something like that? Um, I don't know. I Walt Disney World is my Disney. I've never been to Disneyland. I definitely want to go. I definitely want to check out all the other Disneys around the world. Most importantly, I want to check out all the Universal Studios around the world as well. Um, Good news is they're kind of in the same places, so kind of a easy trip to do kind of both of them sometimes. But Tower of Terror, it is Twilight Zone's Tower of Terror in uh, Walt Disney World, so I don't know if this will be Twilight Zone connected in the film. Probably not. Maybe so. I don't know. But we'll see how that goes. Probably just original story to do a Tower of Terror. But I'm into it. I'm into it. We'll see how it goes said that a lot. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> um, which is just, it's the truth. We don't know how it's going to go because we haven't seen it. So we have to see how it goes. All right. Um, let's see. Freaking loved this news when it came out because I'm all for, I've said this person needs a uh, biography film made about them. As soon as all these autobiography, our, our freaking biography films started coming out about, you know, rock stars or whatever. Uh, when Bohemian Rhapsody came out and Rocket Man came out, I'm like, freaking give me this guy's life as a, um, biography. Uh, so, the lives and love story of Ozzy Osbourne and Sharon Osbourne are going to be the subject of an upcoming feature film. Uh, the Untitled Project will follow a biopic format centering on uh, the, their decades-long bond, one that exploded, of course, to huge heights of pop culture with the MTV reality series The Osbournes, which was like the first ever reality show of all time. Um, Quote, our relationship at times was often wild, insane, and dangerous, but it was our underlying, underlining love that kept us together, said Sharon Osbourne. We're thrilled to partner with Sony Pictures and Polygram to bring our story to the screen. Uh, Sharon, as long as her kids, with her kids, Jack Osbourne and Amy Osbourne, uh, the lesser known Osbourne kid as she wasn't on the show, uh, they will be producing the movie with the Osbourne media thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, Oscar nominee Lee Hall is scripting the project. He did Rocket Man, which I freaking loved that movie to death, so I'm glad he's attached to this. And, of course, Ozzy and Elton John are fans and are fans, friends in real life, so I'm sure they talked about how that movie went. I'm sure there was uh, some behind-the-scenes stuff going on for uh, uh, them to pick Lee Hall to do the movie. So, I mean, I... This is exciting. I like Ozzy. I've always liked Ozzy. I'm freaking Ozzy's been like a part of my life since I've been a part of my life. <laughs> um, so, yes, bring this on. Give me Ozzy Osbourne stuff. I'm into this. Um, and before we're going to have to wait on that, there's no like release date for this. Obviously, they're just now starting on it. So, we'll see. We have a while before this comes out. But uh, for now, go check out the music video Under the Graveyard. Good song by Ozzy Osbourne came out on his last album, but the video gives you a little bit of a, a little bit of a history with old uh, Sharon and Ozzy there. Definitely, definitely a wild video, and definitely gives you an idea of the kind of relationship they had in the early stages. And of course, we figure out how it goes from there. Um, but yeah, that's that's great news. I'm excited about this. Uh, 
biography movie. Let's see what we have next. Um, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt is taking over the voice acting gigs, I guess. Uh, it was previously announced that he's going to be voicing Mario for the upcoming Mario movie uh, animated film. And now it has been confirmed that Chris Pratt will be the voice of Garfield the Cat and an upcoming animated movie for Sony Pictures. Um, don't know if we need another Garfield movie because the other ones didn't turn out too well. Uh, it turned out so bad Bill Murray hated being a part of it. So, we'll see how this goes. You know, live, learn, do new. Um, I like, again, I like Chris Pratt. I don't have a problem with him. You know, I, don't, I know a lot of people turned on him, but I have no problem with Chris Pratt. So, cool. It's interesting he's doing a lot of animated work. With, you know, I know it's just the two that were just not announced back to back, so it seems like he's doing a lot of work. But, good on him. Let's see, the Boondock Saints are coming back. Uh, director Troy Duffy has returned, uh, or will be returning and reuniting with Norman Reedus and Sean Patrick Flannery in uh, Boondock Saints 3. I'm not laughing at these people's names, by the way. I'm laughing at my attempt to pronounce these names. So, yeah, I'm an idiot. Uh, the new installment of the saga of the twin Irish brothers Connor and Murphy McManus who go on a vigilante track. Uh, the film will shoot next May, so May 2022, when uh, Flannery has completed his work on the series The Boys, and Norman Reedus is freed up from The Walking Dead. Hey, is that a spoiler? Um, <laughs> I have not watched The Walking Dead in quite some time, so I don't know his character's fate, I assume. Who do you play? I've already forgot. <laughs> I've already forgot. Uh, Daryl. Daryl, right? Daryl? Yeah, Daryl. Um, I assume Daryl's still alive. I did not feel a huge earthquake at all the people getting upset of his character dying. So I assume he's still in The Walking Dead. But like I said, I have not watched that show in a while. So, um, I guess just a break. Isn't he supposed to have a spinoff as well? I feel like there's 1,500 Walking Dead spinoffs in the works. I just realized I'm scratching myself with the cap of this drink, so let me stop making that background noise. <laughs> um, but there you go, man. Boondock Saints are finally getting a third movie. I haven't seen the other two. Just put it out there. <laughs> so there you go. Ooh, this is funny. I saw this news and I laughed at this. And I hope you laugh along with me as I read this. Netflix, that's right, the Netflix has released a horror movie that was written by a freaking robot. <laughs> it is a bot-written horror movie. Uh, this is the first of its kind, according to the Netflix streamer. Um, it is a short film that is said to be hilarious and surprisingly poignant. Um, Netflix has shared that they worked with uh, Keaton Petit, Patty, Keaton Patty, uh, to work on quote to make a bot watch over four hundred thousand hours of horror movies, and then write its own horror movie. And this is what it came up with. Uh, that sounds like a fantastic time, by the way. 400,000 hours of horror movies. Sign me up. I want to do it. Um, so, uh, the title of the movie is Mr. Puzzles Wants You to Be Less Alive. <laughs> so, right to the point. Um, story revolves around Mr. Puzzles, a tragic soul who just wanted his own puzzle and may and now takes his revenge for never having gotten one. He never got his puzzle and he wants revenge, damn it. Uh, Mr. Puzzles kidnaps Jennifer, who may not be the most sympathetic 
uh, protagonist ever, uh, but she does have a body. Quote, Jennifer's always have bodies. I guess they watched Jennifer's body while doing this with the robot. Um, <laughs> oh, my Jesus. Uh, the last in the cast of main characters is the detective, a troubled but noble soul. Of course, you can't forget his friend, the whale, a.k.a. the underwater cop. The whale helpfully arrests the chainsaws. Okay. <laughs> so... Alright, <laughs> that sounds like an hilarious time, and it will definitely be something I review when I do uh Flixit episode, for sure. Because Flixit is still a thing, it's over there on the Patreon now. Um, Patreon is $4 a month, I do stuff over there, you know, um, when life isn't insane. <laughs> I, have, I have three um, Saw Games episodes coming, and I have the finale of... Let's get Stranger on the way over there as well. Again, that's the Patreon. Review it, Rob. $4 a month. Not a bad deal. Um, with a whole lot more stuff coming. Um, definitely stuff working over there on the Patreon. I just got to put schedules together and all that stuff. 2022, Patreon stuff is going to be nailing it. Hitting it out of the park. Hitting home runs like the Braves did tonight. That's the last time I'm breaking that up. <laughs> this is not a baseball show, and I am not a baseball person by any means. Um, let's see. Uh, horror movie, or not horror movie, horror video game news. The next two items, and I think it's the last bit of news I have. Yes, last bit of news I have focuses around uh, two horror games that are on the way. Um, if you're like me, you love you some horror video games. I definitely love me some horror video games. You've heard me talk a lot about Until Dawn on the show, and that whole Dark Pictures anthology. Mwah. Love what they're doing over there. They just announced the next uh, game as well. I think it was called The Devil Inside. Um, freaking into it, man. So into it. I love what they're doing over there. The uh, Devil Inside, right? Uh, 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 uh. Devil Inside. Devil Inside. Every single one of us. Devil Inside. Um, pretty sure that's what it is, but, you know, I can't type. Dark Pictures Anthology The Devil and Me. Excuse me. <laughs> it's called The Devil and Me. They just now said a couple of days ago. So love it, man. They're just knocking these things out. And I remember seeing something about like this is part one of the anthology, all these things they knocked out, so they're doing more. Freaking give me all the stuff, man. I love what they're doing over there. Until Dawn is still one of the greatest games I've ever played in my life. If you haven't played Until Dawn, play it. What are you waiting for? So, so much awesomeness, and I can't wait to see the freaking, I have, um, I haven't played Little Hope yet, I haven't played House of Ashes yet, but I have both of them on the way. So, both of those games are on the way, and I will be knocking those out and deciding right now inside my head, do I want to play Until Dawn, um, I always want to play Until Dawn, let's be honest, but do I want to play Until Dawn before, um, and, uh, Man and Maiden again before playing the other games, probably, probably will end up doing that the way I live, uh, but those are on the way, and I'm su super excited about that, um, so yeah, anyways, AMC and Shudder, Shudder, the greatest streaming service out there, is on my list of, if I only had to pick, like, two streaming services ever in life, Shudder would definitely be one of them, um, or like, let's be fair, three, definitely need three, um, AMC and Shudder are setting their sights on the gaming world with the fabulous Fear Machine, uh, the synopsis for the Fabulous Fair Machine is um, 
a narrative-driven strategy game with a pulp horror style from the creators of Do Not Feed the Monkeys. Not hundred sure what that is. Like monkeys, monkeys, or like the band, the monkeys. Should we not be feeding the band? What happens if we don't feed the band? Do they not catch the last train to Clarksville? I don't know. <laughs> um, but you play a newly minted master of the machine, having been called the greatest by its mysterious keeper. Uh, to pers- pursue your goals, you must generate and spread fear through the careful cultivation, cultivation, cultivation. Jesus <laughs> of various legends. Those scary stories, urban myths, and conspiracy theories that lurk in the dark corners of the mind. Uh, Features of the game include horror evolved, plant the seeds of fear in fertile ground. Watch and listen to how the media reacts to your legends. Feed them, then see them grow more powerful and effective. Uh, The job done right. Your strength is in strategizing. Leave the dirty work to your agents. Send them to explore new locations and infiltrate your enemies, making interesting choices along the way. Um, an equal and opposite reaction. Rivals and the forces of good alike seek to undo the machine's influence for their own ends. Plan accordingly and you may find your own legends twisted into inspirational stories, mascots, and other sugary sweet cliches. Uh, think globally, share locally. Uh, many legends are drawn from the unique cultural history of <laughs> travel the world and learn what terrors each delights in. Uh, a tale as old as time. Not freaking Beauty and the Beast, but I'm all for Beauty and the Beast horror game. Bring it on. Um, <laughs> across one playthrough, you'll direct the stories of several masters operating in different regions of the world. Along the way, explore the history of the machine, its enemies, and the agents who aid you. The fabulous fear machine arrives to terrify the world beginning early 2022. So there you go. It's coming from Shudder, so it's got to be good, right? Yeah? Cool. Um, other video games being made is a movie being turned into a video game. They're making a freaking Quiet Place video game. Uh, the Quiet Place video game will let fans experience the tension of the films with a level of immersion they've never felt before. Uh, there are no official release date details past the announcement that the game will arrive in 2022. I can see this working. To bring up the Dark Pictures anthology again, there's moments in the game where you have to hold your controller completely still and not make a sound. Not make a movement, because you make movement, make sound, you get caught. I'm sure the Quiet Place game will do the same thing, so... I don't know if I'll ever play it. You know, obviously, I gotta see. And, you know, I'm iffy on the movies. I saw the first movie, and I'm like, I didn't fall in love with it like everybody else did. It didn't, you know, immediately hit that point with me like a lot of people did. I still haven't seen part two. I'm really not in a hurry to see part two, to be honest with you. So, will I end up playing the video game? Who knows? Probably not. You know? (laughs) But, we'll see. And that is it for the news. Now, before we end this episode off, I do have some movies releasing this week. I like doing this. Hope you all enjoy this as well. Um, Just like to put it out there with some stuff that's coming out this week. So, obviously, we have the Eternals releasing this week. That's the next movie in the Marvel. 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 It's a Marvel. Hey. Hey, Moaning Marvel. How you doing over there? (laughs) Um, 
The Internals is the latest movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It is PG-13. It's an adventure fantasy. Two hours and 37 god dang minutes. <laughs> this movie will be in theaters only. Uh, the Internals began millions of years ago when the cosmic beings known as the Celestials genetically experiment on humans, creating the superpower. Did I say that right? <laughs> the Eternals begin millions of years ago when the cosmic beings known as the Celestials genetically experiment on humans, creating the superpower to near-immortal beings and a more monstrous offshoot known as the Deviants. More monstrous offshoot known as the Deviants. No, I would get it. Um, the two races move behind the scenes. The two races move behind the scenes throughout human history while also engaging in cosmic power plays. Um, cosmic power plays. Is that like freaking chopping the t uh, topping the charts this week? <laughs> Is that a power play? Or like freaking tennis hit? But ow. <laughs> that's not tennis. I don't know what a patow is, but it's definitely not. Anyways, um, among the Eternals are Icarus, fueled by cosmic energy, Cersei, not the Cersei from freaking Game of Thrones, who uh, relishes moving amongst humans, relishes moving amongst humans, and Athena, often mistaken for the Greek goddess Athena. Um, also, Icarus, freaking cheap knockoff of Superman. They even say. Superman in the goddamn movie because Marvel can't do anything without DC. Booyah! I said it. Take it. All right. Um, again, that movie's coming out theaters. Whatever. All right. So we got Finch. There's a PG-13 sci-fi drama. One hour and fifty-five minutes that will be streaming on Apple TV Plus. Whatever the fuck that is. Um, the movie stars Tom Hanks as Finch, a robotics engineer and one of the few survivors of a cataclysmic. Cata cataclysmic solar event that has left the world a wasteland. But Finch, who has been living in an underground bunker for decades, or a decade, whatever, has built a world of his own that he shares with his dog, Goodyear. What a name for a dog. That's awesome. Now, though, Finch is terminally ill. Fuck, that turned quick. With time running out, he creates a robot to watch over Goodyear when he is no longer... When he no longer can. Fuck, this movie's gonna make me cry. <laughs> this movie's already trying to make me cry. Um, as the trio embarks on a journey into a dissolute American West, Finch strives to show his creation. Who names himself Jeff? The joy and wonder of what it means to be alive and to teach him to become human enough to take over and take care of Goodyear. And Goodyear himself must learn to accept and trust his new master. That's interesting. There you go. Yeah, that movie would make me cry if I had Apple TV Plus, whatever the fuck that is. I really don't. I guess that's in. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Alright, let's see. We've got Spencer, rated R, biography drama, one hour, 51 minutes, will be released in limited theaters. The marriage of Princess Diana and Prince Charles has long since grown cold, though rumors of affairs and divorce abound. Peace is ordained. For the Christmas festivities at the Queen's estate, there's eating and drinking, shooting and hunting. Diana knows the game, but this year things will be profoundly different. Uh, this is the movie with um, Kristen Stewart, Kristen Stewart, starring as Princess Diana. We all saw the photo. She again, she's gonna pull it off. She looks very close to it. Um, I like Kristen Stewart. I've become a Kristen Stewart fan over the last couple of years. I really liked uh, Charlie's Angels. Thought that movie was very entertaining, fun. Do not listen to all the other reviews. Just listen to mine. 
Um, but no, I mean, definitely always watch movies for yourself, but give that movie a check out, man. It's a good, it's a, it's a fun movie. It's a good time. Chris and having a great time in that movie. Uh, and then Underwater, what a flick, man, what a flick. So, yeah, give it a go, man. I'm, I, I've become more of a Chris and fan over the years. Uh, same with Robert Pattinson, basically anything not Twilight. Um, <laughs> been a fan of theirs. Let's see. And was that the last one? No, the last one is going to be The Harder They Fall. This is rated R. It is a Western drama. Wow. Two hours, 17 minutes streaming on the Netflix. It was actually released limited uh, last week in theaters, but it's hitting the Netflix this week. Uh, when outlaw Nat Love, played by Jonathan Majors, discovers that his enemy Rufus Buck, played by Idris Elba, is being released from prison, he rounds up his gang to track Rufus down and seek revenge. Those riding with him in this assured... Righteously new school western include his former love stagecoach Mary, played by Zazie Beetz, yeah. Uh, his right and left hand men, hot-tempered Bill Pickett, played by, uh, what is that, Eddie, I uh, cannot say the last name, not even try it. And fast-drawing Jim Beckworth, played by R.J. Seiler, and a surprising adversary turned ally. Uh, Rufus Buck has his own fearsome crew, of course, including the treacherous Trudy Smith, played by Regina King, and Cherokee Bill, played by Lakeith Stanfield. Um, say that five times fast. <laughs> and they are not a group that knows how to lose. The harder they fall again, that's hitting the Netflix. Um, interesting, man. Westerns seem to be making a comeback, maybe? I don't know if comeback's the right word, but definitely a lot of Westerns over the last couple of years, right? I mean, we had the, we had the Hateful Eight. Um, what was that Chris Pratt one? Magnificent Seven. Uh, we had the Seth MacFarlane comedy, um, what, A Million Ways Down in the West, something like that. The Adam Sandler movie, can't remember the name of that one. I don't know if I ever saw that one, actually. Uh, but I know, I think it has a number in it as well. Um, <laughs> but, cool. You know, why not? Make as many different kind of films as you can. We'll see how it goes. I'll definitely be reviewing that for Flixit, obviously. So, there you go. And speaking of, there you go, that's the episode. That's all the news, that's the latest in the news, and that's the movies releasing this week as they're recording this episode. I uh, appreciate all of you taking the time to listen to me babble on my nonsense, but I definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate you. I'm very thankful for your support of this ridiculous show. <laughs> um, but as we come to a close, just want to say, hope all of you do great out there. Hope you have a great rest of the day, week, month, whenever you're listening to this episode. Um... Yeah, that'll do it. So, remember that happiness can be found, even in the darkest of times, if one remembers to turn on the light. Talk to you all next episode. Thank you for joining me this week. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get updates on all new episodes. As well, follow me on Twitter at review underscore it underscore Rob. Stay tuned for more adventures.